The bottom line is, whether you like it or don't like it, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on crack? Hey, this is Lunch Sports, man. Come on, now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Sports Desk. I am your guy, one half of your favorite sportsologist, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., live in studio, okay? We'll be getting black on the phone here shortly, and uh, we also have a message from uh, our NFL and Jaguars correspondent, uh, Rashard Robinson, Mr. Moodham Chains. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm going to touch on the topic real quick and then we're going to jump right into the NFL week five wrap up from the sports desk. Um, as you guys know, by now we're splitting up the football weekends. All right. So we give you college football on one show and then we give you the NFL on another. Just so much to talk about and we don't want to make a three to four hour show. We want to make the shows, you know, at a good time so you guys can listen and, and go on go on about your day and not leave nothing left on the table uh, from the sports desk. All right. So let's go ahead and start off the show, man. And, and you know, this getting this is getting old. This is getting old. Um, but it's it's not surprising, you know, anymore. It's just not surprising anymore. And let me go ahead and So it's not surprising. Okay. So over the weekend, uh, heading into uh, week five of the NFL, we started hearing rumors and rumors about this whole John Gruden situation. Start hearing about emails. We start hearing about um, conversations he's had um, that were, you know, racist and sensitive, um, uh, just, you know, malicious type comments being made. And the first one came out about DeMorris uh, Smith, uh, the NFLPA president, who was a black man. And the comments, you know, came out or John Gruden said in this email. Then John Gruden <laughs> gets up in front of the media Sunday. I don't I can't remember if it was before the game or after the game and basically says, hey, guys, there's more to come. But please keep in mind that I'm not a racist. Please keep in, keep in mind that I am not sex sexist. A misogynistic, please keep in mind that I, uh, you know, uh, I'm not here to offend or hurt anybody. All right. So then the uh, uh, the other emails came through Monday. Adam Schefter did a great job of coming through right before halftime of Ravens and Colts and announced that John Gruden has resigned or got fired, whatever you may call it, due to his venomous comments. Uh, towards uh, other races, uh, uh, women, um, uh, just people's, you know, sexuality, just, you know, just on and on and on and on. Now, the whole world wants to stop this, be like, you know, at like their shock. Oh, their surprise. Oh, look at John Gruden. 
Take a look at him. I ain't stereotyping a man because I know I don't want to be stereotyped, but take a look. You surprised? Is anybody surprised? Sunday Night Football, Tony Dungy comes out and he is. Let's get over this. It's 10 years ago. I know John pretty well. Blah, 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 blah. Tony, you disgust me. Tony Dungy, you disgust me. As the positive man and positive attitude that you have and all that you do, you know, through your community, through your charities, and, you know, about your faith, you sit here and you dismiss it. Other people come out, they dismiss it, they dismiss it. Oh, it was 10 years, 10 years ago. Well, where are y'all at today? Shannon Sharp said it best today on Undisputed. Where are y'all at today? I hadn't even watched Undisputed yet. By the time I got off work, Undisputed was over, and I hadn't had a chance to catch up, but I started reading all the bits and pieces on Twitter and on Bleacher Report. And I'm like, oh, where's Tony Dungy today? Where's the part, where are the people who support John Gruden and saying he's not this type of guy today? I'm going to echo this again. When you're in the position of leadership and you're in the position of your leading young men or leading anybody for that matter, you cannot be in the position to be made out to look like a total clown. John Gruden is a clown. In confidence, he showed his true colors to whether Bruce Allen is his good friend or not. He let those thoughts and those sentiments and those feelings be known. This is how he views people when he disagrees or have something to say. Now, if you want to go to the communities, I know in the black community, we get together. We call each other all kind of stuff to our face. Is it acceptable in that arena? Yeah. Just like two white men talk to each other and slap box with each other and rank on each other. That's what we call it. Is it acceptable there? Sure. But when you step outside of your quote unquote (laughs) moral values and use the language that John Gruden used in these emails, there's no other choice that the Oakland Raiders had but to have him be removed. Now, I got a bigger problem with, I think it's Mike Davis, Al Al Davis's son. I got a bigger problem with him because he knew. Hell, he probably was on the email chain too. Now he had an all shot and he only had one door to go through. And the only door to go through was to have John Gruden resign and no longer be the uh, head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. We're in 2021, man. You got to have awareness, John. Now I'm in no position to tell John Gruden what to do. John Gruden is a successful football coach and a successful football mind, but today he is unemployed. Today, John Gruden will be just erased from football laurels. You see what the Tampa Bay Bucks did, right? They immediately removed him from the ring of honor. The Super Bowl winning coach, the only one in his history before last year. John Gruden, removed. Coach Derrick Brooks, Warren Sapp, I think Simeon Rice was on the team. Countless, Rondé Barber, John Lynch, countless great players that he coached to help get a Super Bowl. He has been removed from that organization. We're in a different time, people. Your actions will cost you. What you say and how you conduct yourself will cost you. No one has the right to judge what anybody looks like, the color of their skin, their sexual preference. You're not in position to judge 
You can have your opinion because we all have them. But how much do our opinions really matter? They don't matter much. But at the same time, John, you sit here and you're not apologetic. You didn't identify the groups that you offended. You're in leadership. You're expected to be held high to a high standard. And you simply let everybody down. And not only did you let everybody down, you didn't even humbly show yourself to be remorseful. The same way that you said the things that you said, John Gruden, those emails about black men and women and people's sexual uh, preference, the same way that you colored, you know, viewed those people. That's the same thing you should have said in your apology. But you didn't. You hurry up quick, 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 quick and got out of there. You thought this would pass over. Nobody would care. But that's not how today's world goes. You can choose to be nasty and vile and, 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 and talk how you want to talk. But if you're exposed for it, there's consequences to pay. Ain't none of us perfect, dog. All of us has ha- have had to ask for forgiveness. And all of us has had to clean up certain aspects of ourselves throughout our lifetime. We all have. Am I condemning John Gruden for the rest of his life? Do I not feel like John Gruden could possibly change one day? Sure he could if he really, really wanted to. But when this has been going on through an email chain over eight years, kind of sounds like the brothers dug in. And I say brother loosely. So the Las Vegas Raiders did what they had to do. They started off 3-0. They got an MVP, MVP candidate in Derek Carr. John Gruden has been impressive, winning more games each year that he's been there. And now the Raiders are simply packing their bags and headed back to the Dundrums. This team will not survive this. They won't. Derek Carr is no longer an MVP candidate. They have lost two in a row. Derek Carr's on a contract year. Won't be surprised if he's wearing another helmet and another color next year, another colors next year. Now the the Raiders have a black eye, (laughs) and they're not even in the black hole anymore. So I just want to open up the show to really speak my mind on it, because it's, it's, it's disgusting, bro. It ticks me off, and I'm just tired of hearing about it. This is, this is old news, but I always have to remind myself, we've come so far, but we've only moved so little. There's much, much work, much, much more work to do for equality, for, for, for equal rights, equal everything, no matter the color of your skin, your ethnicity, your, 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 your gender, your sexuality, whatever. Everyone deserves to be treated the same way, no matter what you got going on. So I just want to speak my mind on that. Really ticked me off, man, to see how this one went on and on. And John Gruden, he shouldn't even coached on Sunday. I was stunned that they let him coach Sunday. This was out Saturday, and I was stunned that he coached. It's ironic. The same way they handled Antonio Brown, they still didn't handle John Gruden in that same manner. Quite shocking to me. But all in all, neither one of those guys are Raiders. But ironically, <laughs> Antonio Brown got him a Super Bowl ring last year. Seems like he's getting his life together and getting back on track down there in Tampa with the GOAT. Not saying that I'm not rooting for John Gruden to do the same. Because he's a human being and he has the opportunity to do so. I just don't know if he cares to do it. Because no remorse? That apology was garbage. And once again, the same way you vilified those black men, women, and the people who choose whatever sexuality they want to live in 
Address that in that manner. And let that be the first step for you, John Gruen. I ain't the I ain't the eagle. I ain't the uh, morals police. But dear God. <laughs> you didn't think somebody would clean sweep your emails one day on your on your MacBook, John? It's 2021, man. These people know right now probably what you're cooking on your oven, let alone what you're emailing through your emails. All right, man. So let's get away from that. Just want to speak my piece and speak my mind on that. Week five of the NFL. Week five of the NFL. It was a great week in the National Football League. Some massive, massive storylines. We're getting ready to get into it. We're getting ready to call Black up um, in just a second. But before we get going, man, shout out to our NFL correspondent, Jaguar correspondent, Rashad Robinson. He kind of spoke his mind on Twitter after the after the fantastic game uh, from Lamar Jackson uh, last night. Now, Rashad has came on here and he has spoke about, you know, not being the biggest fan of Lamar being the passer. Tips his cap to him athletically, but as being a passer, he just doesn't think Lamar is going to win. He's not going to go to an AFC championship, not going to go to a Super Bowl long term. He just won't be what everybody is thinking he is going to be. So I'm going to play this voice note uh, from Rashad. Um, he has a lot of, lot of, um, he has a lot of things to say. So let's go ahead and play this voice note. Week five, Jags, Lamar Jackson, Mr. Moodham Chains. Sports this what's going on? It's Rashad. Uh, well, same thing with the Jaguars, but I'm going to talk about uh, Lamar Jackson. Since I was tagged and tweeted uh, from my previous comments about Lamar. Listen, Lamar had a good game yesterday. Um, I didn't watch the comeback. Uh, when they was getting their behind toe up, I wasn't watching. <clears throat> uh, I got an alert to my phone saying the game was close. And I didn't understand why the game was close. So I tuned in um, right there, um, right before halftime. When Indy, when Indy ended up missing a kick and uh, watched overtime. Seen him drive the team down the field. I mean, he did what he do, man. He's a special athlete. Um, real efficient game yesterday, 400 yards passing. Uh, I think he only missed like four passes or something like that, which is crazy because when I was watching in the first half, it seemed like he missed a whole lot more throws than that. But uh, nevertheless, he got the W. And um, we've seen this from Lamar before. This isn't Lamar's first efficient over 300 four-plus touchdown game. We've seen this before. We know that he's capable of doing this on an occasion. I still stand by what I said. Uh, I don't think he would be able to keep this pace up. I don't believe that Lamar Jackson is dumb by any stretch of the imagination. I just don't think that he can consistently throw the ball. Now, this year I'm going to give him a pass because... His whole team is hurt. You got 17 guys on a on IR for the Baltimore Ravens, which is the highest in the league. His team is beat up. He's in a contract year, but he is carrying that team. There's no doubt about that. But I still stand by what I said. I don't think Lamar Jackson will ever go to an AFC Championship game. And I surely don't think he'll ever, ever go to or win a Super Bowl. Simply because he will not be able to consistently throw the ball the way that a quarterback needs to. And these years, I mean, he's a special athlete, but he's not going to be 24 years old forever. He's only going to get older. He's only going to take more hits. And there's going to be happening. There's going to have to be times 
where he sits in the pocket and does what he does. Can he get better at it? Sure. The other part is, like I made up, like I said before, I don't think that the Baltimore Ravens will ever give him the type of receivers that he needs to consistently be good because they know that that's not his game either. So it's a twofold thing. Um, they're doing what they need to do to make sure that he's successful. And it's working. They're 4-1 with a beat-up roster. And he's playing amazing. Um, next year, we'll see. I mean, if they get him a true number one receiver, uh, maybe he can develop. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I'm just telling you what my opinion is. That I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, not to that level of, of, of Super Bowl champion. Uh, which, I mean, that's hard to attain for anybody. But on to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and there's nothing to talk about. Uh, 0-5, uh, lost the last 20. Um, Still questionable calls on the goal line. Still not giving James Robinson the ball enough. Don't have enough playmakers on offense. Dan Arnold seems like he's going to be a formidable tight end. Seems like right now the Jaguars are winning the C.J. Henderson trade, but it's still not enough. You don't have enough playmakers on defense. Um, plays can be made on defense. They're not making them. Um, Shaq Griffin missed, uh, dropped a pick. You know, that, that, those are, those are game-changing plays. Those are plays... Why we made you one of the highest cornerbacks in the league. You should be making these plays. But they're not. And they're 0-5. And they've lost their last 20. And um, I don't know what's going to happen this week in London. I really don't. I don't know. Uh, the Dolphins were a good team last year. They let go of some pieces on their defense. Their defenses look like ass. Uh, I don't know what that means for this week in London. I really and truly don't. Um, I just don't think that we have enough playmakers on offense or defense. I'll continue to say it. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a superstar. Trevor Lawrence is going to lead this team to places that they've never been. But it's going to be in time. They're going to have to get this roster together. Um, and, um, that's going to take time. We go see exactly how this works in, in the coming years, but Trevor Lawrence is a superstar. There's no doubt about that. Trevor Lawrence is going to get better. He's gotten better over the last couple of games and he's going to continue to get better. And I don't expect anything less than that. Um, like I said, as far as the game this weekend, who knows if they don't win this week, they're going to break the record. And the bad part about it is. The people that they're going to break the record against is uh, the L.A. Rams. So Jalen is going to be able to make the Jaguars uh, break the record for longest losing streak in NFL history. If it comes to that, I think if they lose to the Dolphins, I don't think that they can win another game on their schedule probably until they get to the Jets. So, But it is the NFL. We'll see. But that's basically all I have to say about the Jaguars. Uh, until they give us something that's worth talking about, we'll talk more about them. But uh, as for now, that's just what it is, man. I see y'all next week. It's sad, man. It's sad. Do you hear Rashad, man? He sounds absolutely, utterly disgusted. No faith whatsoever. Just completely, 
completely lost. No faith whatsoever in the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, man, we get ready to call Black and Hill. We're going to talk about week five in the National Football League. Man, that was tough to hear. <laughs> Yo. Black. What's up, man? What's going on with you, sir? How we doing tonight? We doing great, man. Good, 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 good. Do me a favor, man. Turn your phone up. You seem kind of low, sir. You hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you, sir. All right. All right, All right man. So um, let's go ahead and get into week five, man. This is the Sports Desk week five wrap-up of the National Football League. So typically, you know, we don't get a chance to talk about the Monday Night Football game, but today that we do. Today that we do. But we're not going to start there, Black. Black, we just heard from Rashad Robinson, and he is absolutely 1,000% disgusted with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we got to start there, Black. We got to start there. We live in Jacksonville. We based out of Duval County, Florida. So we got to address it, man, before we get on to the most, to the other exciting stuff that we can talk about. Black, the Jaguars lost their 20th in a row. 37-19 lost at home to division rival Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry and the crew does it to the Jaguars again. Black, I know it's been hard. I know Florida State has given you some, some reason to have a half of a smile on your face with two straight wins. But then when you get to Sundays, man, your Jaguars, my Jaguars as well, because I support the home team heavily, on five, 20 straight losses. Black, I just got to know where you're at, man, after this week's loss. Well, man, it's, 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 it's really, it really saddens me, man, because I never can go, I never can go undefeated the whole weekend, you know, in football. <laughs> I always have a loss. Only you have that luxury, my boy, of knowing yes. how going undefeated on the weekend feels, you know? Sure. So it's been tough for me, man. I don't, I don't know when my day's going to come. <laughs> and I, I didn't lose a football game over the weekend. Mm. But the Jaguars continue to mess up my streak. Yes. Speaking, this saddens me that it's come to that, man. I just, it's just a lot going on with the Jags, man. I mean, if you want to say head coach, off the field, on the field, it just don't look like nothing working. It's just like the only thing I really feel like I can lean my head on is seeing how better Trevor Lawrence get every game. And yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I really, I really don't know, man. I just have to, I really thought coming into the season, we had a pretty, pretty decent, talented team uh, with some, you know, some speed and some, af- some athleticism, but we ain't got none of that, man. Yeah, man. Marvin, Marvin Jones look old. Uh, Chenault, he's probably the closest thing to we got to an athlete, but. And then, and 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 Agnew, Agnew's the one who always brings the excitement. So, and that's special teams. And they're trying to find a way to use him on the offensive side of the ball where he's never done that in his career. He's always been a special teams guy. Right. So, it's it's crazy, man, what's going on with the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's, 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 it's really sad. But um, hopefully, man, some type of way, I know this Urban first year. I know this whole coaching staff is first year. Some of these coaches ain't never coached in the NFL. So it's just something that's going to have to become with growth, man. It's just, it's just going to have to be growth. Uh, does, is, it, does it suck? Yeah, of course it sucks losing 20 in a row. But I still got to remind myself every day, D, like when we talk about the Jaguars, it's a process. It's yeah. a process, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, Black, it's it's tough. It's tough. Never in a million years would I have thought that the Jags would start on five. I don't think no one saw this coming. And to be real with you, Black, at worst, the Jaguars should be two and three right now. At worst. At best, the Jaguars could be three and two. That's what they could be if you're watching the Cincinnati game. That could have been a win. Hell, the Arizona game could have been a win, too. They played very well up until the fourth quarter. The Houston loss was absolutely disgraceful. And it's kind of like, man, like you, you see them in the first quarter against the Titans and you're like, OK, this might be the day to look good in the first quarter. They score a touchdown. This is a close game. Trevor is looking like he's a confident. The team looks like they're focused. And then, by God, Derrick Henry happens. The Tennessee Titans just come up here and absolutely maim the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. But that's not the story here. The story is, is what you said. We, we heard from Rashard before we called you, man. And there's just no athletes. There's nothing there that scares anybody. Trevor Lawrence does not have the support that he needs on offense. You lose your best receiver in DJ Shark. Your defense can't make up their mind if they want to be good or they want to be bad. And the one thing that completely troubled me is that James Robinson had 18 carries for 149 yards, 8.3 a clip and a touchdown, and he only touched the ball in the second half, I think, five times. That's crazy. What I mean, what what are, what I, what are we doing with that? The, the 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 other good offensive player outside of Trevor Lawrence is James Robinson. He should be touching the ball 40 times, whether it's at the backfield or if it's handed off to him. But that's not yep. taking place. So right now the Jaguars sit at 0-5. Next week they go to London and they face the Miami Dolphins who are 1-4. And Black. If the Jaguars don't win this coming Sunday, 9.30 on CBS or your local Channel 3 here in Jacksonville, Black, we could be looking at Jacksonville Jaguars breaking the record for the most losses in NFL history. And do you know who that team is, who the Jaguars will play to potentially break that record for the most losses ever, Black? Do you know who they play? Um... I'm not sure the team. I I want to I want to say it's Cleveland, but I no. could be wrong. Black, it's the L.A. Rams with number five. Oh man, it's the L.A. Rams oh, with said- number five. Black. Oh. oh now, Black, man. how heartbreaking would that be if the Jags break the record for the most consecutive losses of NFL history with Jalen Ramsey across the way in Los Angeles, California? Uh, D, look, man. I know, I know number five gonna be smiling if, 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 if you know, it's 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 no it's it's no reason for me to think that the Jacks that the Jacks can do it at this point. And D, honestly, for me, outside of Miles Jack and maybe a few guys on that offensive line that were able to be part of winning, being able to go to an AFC championship, this team really doesn't know how to win. No, sir. Yeah. They have to learn how to win. Correct. You know, I just it it's, it it really sucks, D. If you mm. ask the question, do I think they can do it? I really don't think they can do it right now mm. because this team doesn't have a winning mentality. Mm. Mentality. They look good for a half, and then it all disappears in the second half. Like they go in the locker room, and it all. Urban Meyer just say, "Okay, y'all cool off." Or, 
I, I don't know what the game plan is. I'm looking at mm-hmm. I'm looking at everybody that's in these positions as offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, whoever and whoever so so and forth, whoever it is. This whole thing is new, D. Yeah. I I I try not to bash them. I try to take state even kill when it comes to Jaguar because I know, I know, I feel like it's something something around the corner coming. I don't know if it's this year. It's gonna take us some. It's just gonna take some time. But like you said, if they don't get, if they can't get a win against this horrible Miami team right now, that's that's not the best. And then they got to go play number five. <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be hard to watch. But it's kind of is what it is right now. at this point with the Jaguars, man. It's like I, no Jaguar fan shouldn't be expecting much from this. Well, wow. we said this a while ago. People shouldn't. This is all new. People shouldn't get their expectations expectations up. You know, we had an idea of wanting that, but <laughs> it didn't happen. So this is what this is what we are with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We could potentially be seeing the Jacksonville Jaguars if they don't, depending on how many games they win this year. They could potentially have the number one draft pick again in this draft. Wow. You know. And wow. Well. It, it really sucks, bro, but it is what it is, in, in my opinion. That's how I just feel about it. Yeah, I mean, it's the truth, though. It's the truth, and I hate to open up the show like this, man, but like I said, you know, we're from the city. We have to address it. We just can't act like it's not going on. We just can't do that. Of course. Of course. So, you know, I hate to open up the show like this, man, but it is what it is, man, like you said, but at the same time, man, anybody seen Owen 5 coming? Anybody seen an Urban Meyer scandal coming? Nobody seen that coming. Anybody? Nobody. Anybody seen just a lifeless organization five weeks into the season? Nobody saw this. Nobody. Do you let me ask you before we before we move on? Do you feel like they quit on Urban Meyer on Sunday? Nah, man, I don't. I just feel like it's a talent issue. When you watch the game, you could just see. You could just see they're just not good, bro. You could just see it. You see. All the potential in Trevor. I watch Trevor. He makes throws, and I'm like, wow, look at that. Look at those throws, man. Look look how he stands in that pocket. Look at those balls he's giving. Look at that. And then you see James Robinson. James Robinson is crawling and scratching and getting what he's getting. But the rest of the team, ain't just, it just, they just not good. They just not good, man. And I, and I don't think they quit, you know, on Urban. I don't. I don't think that. I don't. Okay. All right. All right, man, let's go ahead and pick it up a little bit, man. We're going to do a little rapid fire take, man. We're going to go through the NFL as quickly as possible. We, get, we know we're a day late on giving you you giving you, you guys your NFL uh, wrap-up and review, but it kind of played out perfect because we got a chance to check out Monday Night Football, Ravens and Colts, and Black, my God. Why does Lamar Jackson not have $300 million in his bank account this morning? You know the reason why, D. I do know. But at the same time, <laughs> this man had an amazing performance last night. 37 for 43, 442, four touchdowns, a QBR rating of 140.5. Lamar Jackson, absolutely sensational, down 16 in the fourth quarter. And the Ravens come back and they get the win at home. Ravens with this depleted team sitting at 4-1 and one atop of the NFC, uh, excuse me, the AFC North, 
Black, what are your thoughts on Lamar Jackson's performance last night? And how the hell are the Ravens the leader of the uh, AFC North right now, man? Uh, I know, man. It's it, it's surprising to even think about it, man. Uh, we always talk about Lamar and, you know, him involving, throwing the ball and this and that. I seen Rashad say something about he don't believe he can be consistent. Oh. But it, seem, it seems like to me he's been consistent pretty much uh, this whole year. You yeah. know, I, I, I don't know what it is. If it seemed like, it seemed like to me, he, he kind of, he, he gambling on himself, bro. I don't know why I feel like it, he just going out there playing free football without a care in the world, but he's literally the MVP of this, this team. Without him, none of this would be what it is. Correct. This defense is not even, we always, see Ravens defense be like top notch and they're not what uh they're not this year we seen the Colts run all up and down the field on them yesterday and Lamar found a way to get his team back in there and he, their defense didn't make time to stops when they needed to right but Lamar just continued to amaze amaze us every week we see we seen we seen it against Kansas City we seen it against Detroit we seen it against the Colts last night. Like he continues to give us something to be like, "Wow, man, we I, I'm seeing a growth in Lamar." I, I see it's, it seems like he's this this game is really slowing down for him now. And he even said in this press conference, he's just like, "Man, I was in the zone. Everything was moving slow." And what you get? Who would have thought Lamar Jackson would have do for do for over 400 yards? Come on, man. Yeah. And and, and, and he only had what. Three or four incomplete passes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like that's that's amazing, man. Like they need to whatever whatever he doing, they just need to go and get him his money. I don't care who his rep- representation is. This man needs to be paid and paid really, really well, bro. Because he's proven all his. He continued to prove his doubters wrong. Yep. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. I mean. Lamar was sensational last night. He was fantastic. Like you say, he's the MVP of his team. That's a no-brainer. It's a shame that Lamar Jackson doesn't have his money. It don't sit well with me that he's not paid. It does not sit well. John Harbaugh, the ownership of the Ravens. I know Lamar Jackson represents himself. I know his, you know, his mom plays a part in it as well. But it's like, come on, man. Come on. A player of this stature should not be playing on his rookie deal. He should not. This dude is as, just as electrifying and as important to his team as Josh Allen is to the Bills, Pat Mahomes is to the Chiefs. He is just important. Just important. And he's whole, and by the way, he's a unanimous MVP. Yes, he is. And all pro NFL. I mean, the dude is sensational. He's literally been in the playoffs his first three years of the season. I hear Rashad's takes. I hear what Rashad says. But look. The man is getting better at passing the football. What's the definition of consistent? What's the definition of that in the NFL when you got 17 games? I don't think no elite quarterback comes in and is consistently tremendous passing the football for an entire season. I'm not saying Rashad is saying that, but you see Brady have his struggles against the Rams. You see Patrick Mahomes have his struggles against the, uh, uh, the Bills. I mean, you see players have their struggles. But it's how you take those struggles and you improve from week to week. And I think Lamar Jackson is doing that this year. By the way, he has 18 of his starting players on IR. 
That's crazy. So it's sensational that these guys are four and one leading the AFC North, and that's a tough division. Yes, it is. You got the upstart Bengals, you got the Wiley veterans in Pittsburgh, and then you got a Super Bowl pick for most people in the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. So give Lamar's money. Outstanding win for the Baltimore Ravens. I'm rooting for this kid. I want to see him get his money. I want to see him win a Super Bowl. I want to see Lamar be great. I'm not saying Rashad is not saying that because he does want to see him. But Rashad just don't believe. I think Rashad needs to start looking at some tape and start believing just a little bit. Um, Because this kid, he ain't going nowhere. And he only going to get better. He only going to get better. And the Baltimore Ravens are a winning organization. They win. They yes, win. They this do. is what they do. So it's going to be real interesting to see how things play out. But big win for the Ravens. The Colts, hey, man, keep on pushing in Indianapolis. You got your one win. You're only two games out of the lead of the AFC South. Keep it pushing. They played a really good game yesterday, Carson Wentz. They played a really good game. The running game was tremendous. So, you know, last night, unfortunately, it wasn't about the Colts. It was about Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Great win for the Ravens. Yeah. All right, all right, Black, let's head over to Sunday Night Football, and I know you're itching to talk about this, and so am I. <laughs> Black, we had a fantastic matchup last year's AFC Championship game. You had the Buffalo Bills returning to Kansas City to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I don't think no one saw this coming. I thought we would get – I think everybody thought we would get a great game. It'll be a high-scoring game, but that's not what we got. We got the Buffalo Bills dominating the Kansas City Chiefs. And I got to say this, Black. Patrick Mahomes, for the first time in his career, he doesn't look good. Black, what's your thoughts on your Buffalo Bills taking care of business in Kansas City, man? Well, man, you know I'm still feeling real, real proud about what I've seen. Sure. <laughs> you know, saying we that Josh Allen needs this signature win and he got that Sunday night. I could barely hear you, bro. I could barely hear you. <laughs> we were saying that Josh Allen need that signature win and we finally got it Sunday night. Yes, sir. Got it, man. He went in there and he took control of that football game from the from from start of kickoff, man. Yes, he like, did. This team was ready to rock and roll. Patrick Mahomes is really struggling, but also, the Kansas City Chiefs have a lot of injuries on the offensive side of the ball and a few on the defensive side. Sure. But at, still at the, at the same time, dude, it still is a, a championship caliber team. This is the team everybody's kind of building their team around and how they play football. Right. And, man, just seeing Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, man, just totally dominate the Kansas City Chiefs and in a way and embarrass them, man. Like, yeah. Never heard the Kansas City crowd that quiet since Pat Mahomes been there. Correct. And man, it was it was I was so happy for Josh, man, and to see him finally get over that hurdle, winning that big game that we needed to see him win. And he got that one down, and he got one. He got another one to go when he goes to Tampa and face Tom Brady. Sure. But man, seeing him seeing him against uh, Kansas City and how he looked in that game. It's 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 a lot it's a lot of positives going on in Buffalo, man. People are starting to believe they could be a real threat and a real contender to to make it to a Super Bowl. So shout out to Buffalo on a huge win Sunday night. Yeah, for sure. Um, number one, shout out to the Buffalo Bills as well. Josh Allen is a gangster, man. <laughs> Josh Allen is a gangster. 
I, I don't think people thought Josh Allen would be this good this early in his career. Coming into the draft, everybody said Josh Allen got the big arm. He's a big kid. He's going to remind a lot of people of Big Ben Roethlisberger. That, that was the report on Josh Allen when he got to the league. And he's literally trashed those expectations. Mm-hmm. Even though Big Ben has two Super Bowls and Big Ben was great in his own right, Big Ben ain't never been this talented. Never. This kid is a locomotive at 220-plus pounds, running dudes over, throwing the ball out the stadium, accurate, guts. He's a leader for this team. And you see that Josh Allen, man, has total command and total trust through his head coach. And these guys believe in him. And for them to go into Kansas City and do what they did to this, this Chiefs team, who's been this is their third year together. So these guys ain't new. Now, you got some new pieces here and there, but the core of this team is still together. And they absolutely shut them down and got the win. And Josh Allen got the big win that he needed, that he was looking for against the Kansas City Chiefs. Because Patrick Mahomes has owned the NFL his last three years. Yes, he has. And now, guys like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, these guys are starting to fight back. It reminds me of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. When Tom Brady and Peyton started playing, the Patriots was just whooping on Peyton. And then out of nowhere, Peyton just started fighting back, bro. He started getting him some wins. He started beating the Patriots. He beat him in the AFC Championship game. Peyton said, man, I ain't going out like this. And it kind of gives me that feeling from Lamar and uh, uh, Josh Allen. Yes, definitely. Congratulations to the Buffalo Bills. In my opinion, they are the best team in the NFL this week going into week six. The Cardinals are (laughs) undefeated. The Cardinals are undefeated, and they look really, really good. But, man, when you watch Buffalo Sunday night, come on, bro. (laughs) It's just like, come on, man. I mean, teams not going into Kansas City doing that, man. They not. They not doing they, that. And the Raven and, and the and the Cardinals have had a really nice start to their season. They and they've had some big wins. They have. But look here, man. This we talking about Arrowhead Stadium. This is what we talking about on the Sunday night at that Primetime national TV. Only thing smoking on at eight o'clock. Yes, sir. So shout out to the Bills. Now the Kansas City Chiefs. You disgust me. Oh man. I am absolutely perturbed and I am flabbergasted at what is going on in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, for the first time in his career, is dealing with adversity. For the first time in his career, Patrick Mahomes is not playing well. And I am stunned by this. He doesn't have new receivers, does he? Nope. He got a couple of new offensive linemen, and for what it's worth, they've kept Patrick Mahomes clean. He's only been sacked three times this whole year. But you know what it is? The man got full of himself running around there making these incredible passes and thinking that Kelsey and Tyreek and the Bulls are going to bail him out. They're not bailing him out this year. Tyreek not bailing him out so far. Kelsey not bailing him out so far. Patrick Mahomes is making late-game mistakes that he knows better. Throwing reckless interceptions, fumbling the football. This is this is this is looking very very concerning in Kansas City. Now, do I think the Chiefs will turn around and get it together? At some point, they will. Will the Kansas City Chiefs be the number one seed in the AFC this year? No, they will not. 
Will the Kansas City Chiefs win the AFC West? No, they will not. Because there's a babyface killer up there in Los Angeles and he ain't playing no games. <laughs> I think this is the year the Kansas City Chiefs face the biggest adversity that they get. I think the Chiefs get the wild card this year. Mm. I think the Chiefs go on the road this year in the playoffs and really have to really have to show up and, and so the world can really see what they're really made of because they've had it made the last three years. If you wanted to go to the Super Bowl, you had to go through Arrowhead. Yes, you do. Yes, you did. But that ain't the case this year. These boys are struggling. Andy Reid got his work cut out. Patrick Mahomes needs to clean it up. Yes, he does. This defense is absolutely disgusting. Sorensen needs to be finding another job in the NFL. This man is the worst safety in football. The worst safety in football. I mean, Tyron Matthew must have cussed this man out from the beginning of the game to the end. What is Sorensen doing? <laughs> I ain't never seen so much blown coverage in a National Football League game. He is pathetic. Mm, dang, bro. The Chiefs, and they need to get it together. Sorensen need to be on special teams on kickoff. <laughs> you don't even need to be on the team. Sorensen <laughs> needs to be on punt return coverage. How about the scout team, my boy? He need to do something because that boy is straight dumpster juice. <laughs> so until the Kansas City Chiefs, Figure out what to do with Sorensen in the back half of that defense. They're going to be in trouble. They're going to be in shootouts every single week. Patrick Mahomes threw the ball 55 times. Dear Lord. That's crazy. He can't throw. You, you can't be in no game and throw the ball that many times. The Chiefs need to get it together. It don't get any easier for the Chiefs. I mean, coming up, I think their next game this Sunday. Oh, wow. Look at that. Uh, they got to they get a they got they got to go to the Washington football team. Tough defense there. Then they got to turn around. They got to go to Tennessee. Back to back games on the road against two formidable opponents. It don't get any easier for those guys. Yeah, and it don't and it don't help that they lost Carl Edwards Hilaire for a few weeks too. It does so. not. And and and, 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 and the Chiefs dealing with a lot of injuries, man. They dealing with a lot of they injuries. Are. They are. They trying to find a way through this, man, but. Shoot behind, shoot behind the Baltimore Ravens, man. It got to be them next, man, because it's a lot that they missing on both sides of the ball, and they trying to piece some stuff together for Mahomes. They still got their key guys like Kelsey and Tyreek, but defenses are defenses are not letting those guys beat them. They just no. not. No, they're not. They, they they basically saying Pat Mahomes, you're gonna have to throw this to. The other guys to beat us. We're not going to allow you to throw it to Kelsey. We're not going to allow you to throw it to Tyreek over the top. We're going to take that away. And like you say, this this unfamiliar territory for Pat Mahomes. He's always been able to do what he's what he's what he wanted to do and getting the ball to those two guys, and that's not working out for him now. Because you're dealing nope. with some guys who are not just not consistent, like Kelsey and Tyreek. They dropping balls. I mean, sometimes the, the pressure coming the offensive line, we thought they were going to be, you know, a good unit. They haven't even gelled together yet. You you always on the run. You're under pressure. You ain't got no time back there in the pocket either. So you 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 can't deliver good balls to the other guys when, when your two key weapons are always doubled or taken away. So 
Pat Mahomes have to figure this out. The Chiefs and the Reed, they got to figure it out, D. But they are Super Bowl champions. I really believe they will figure it out sometime. I just hope it's sooner than later. Yeah, we're going to find out. We are going to find out. Kansas City Chiefs, clean it up. All right, my boy. Let's go ahead and head out here and highlight these Cowboys, man. Let's go on and get out here in Texas, man. <laughs> Let's go ahead and highlight them boys out here in Texas, man. My Dallas Cowboys improve to 4-1, and one, absolutely maiming the New York lifeless football giants 44 to 20. And Black, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go ahead and get mine out of the way. I don't care that Saquon got hurt. <laughs> I don't care that Daniel Jones got dropped on his muffin top and the ball was doing the stinky leg out there. I don't care about your injuries. Last year, y'all took Dak Prescott away from me. I know it wasn't an intentional injury, but he got hurt against you. So this year, one year anniversary since my dog hurt himself, not only is he $200 million richer, now he out here taking names. <laughs> the New York football giants, y'all are absolutely pathetic. Hassan Edwards, you sicken me. You sit here and you challenge me and my Dallas Cowboys because you're a lifelong New York football Giants fan. Y'all are tri-di-di-di-di-di-di-dash. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, it doesn't matter who it is. Y'all boys going to have a top three pick in next year's NFL draft. The Dallas Cowboys officially showed the NFL how bad the New York football giants are. Now, I'm going to, now am, I, am I going to celebrate that win and, oh, we won a big game? No, 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 I'm not. Because we did what we were supposed to do. We should have put 50 on y'all boys. That's what we should have did. CeeDee Lamb, Lamb had y'all boys out there looking stupid. Zeke Elliott, y'all say Zeke Elliott was done. Y'all say Zeke can't run the football no more. My dog was high-stepping like prime. <laughs> scoring a touchdown on y'all but y'all said Zeke was done hey man shout out to my boy Zeke, Amari, Dak CD, Parsons and oh the defensive player of the year you want to know who he is he's number 7 and his last name is Diggs stop throwing over there stop throwing over there. We got six picks in five games. Defensive player of the year. My man's on pace to break the all-time record by night train lane. <laughs> so I just had to get that off my chest. How about them Cowboys, Black? Talk to me about them Cowboys, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Just want to, yeah, yeah the, the Giants don't look good at all, man. Yeah, I gotta take a page out your book from uh from 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 Sunday, man. Them boys need some help. <laughs> them boys need some help. <laughs> hey, look, man. I, I, I love I love what I'm seeing from the Cowboys, man. I love it, man. It's 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 good to see the Cowboys back where they belong, man. It, yes. It, they're America's team, so people have been waiting for this. People True. are excited. It seems like when the Cowboys win, winning, 
people are more happier. You know, some yes. people, some people are sad who are not fans, but all the all the cowboy fans, they're not so uptight. Sure, they, you know, they're not mad all the time. So sure. it's a good thing that the Cowboys are doing what they're doing, man. And I just love everything with uh, how they running running this offense, one of the top offenses in the league. Yes, man. And, and I was telling somebody today at work, man, I, I got to thinking, I'll be like, man, this boy Diggs is literally the real deal. Yes, and I'm man. I'm thinking to myself, hold on. Uh, we tend to forget who his brother is. Oh, yeah. It's in the blood. We tend to forget who he trains with in the offseason. Absolutely. We tend to forget that he don't feel like none of the receivers he's going against is better than his brother. <laughs> So, Correct. So, bro, like you can you can arguably say Stephon Diggs is one of the one of the, one of the best or one of the best route runners in the league. Oh, absolutely. And, and for for Diggs to see this man every day in training, and then he going up against Amari, who's a great route runner in practice every day, and then he's going up another against a, a good receiver and CD Lamb. Yeah. So he in practice between practice and then his brother. He getting some of the best action just yes. on that alone. So when it comes to game days and he facing receivers that he don't think is better than those guys, yes. it's easy. It's even it's easy for Trayvon Diggs. It's easy. Yes. You know, and man, he's he's showing that all the work that he's putting in the offseason with his brother and uh training camp going against Coop and going against Lamb and those guys, man, this paying dividends, man. Yeah. And this kid gonna continue to roll, man. Y'all better stop throwing that boy away, man. Yeah, they better. That that been put you on notice. That then came out and said he ain't throw this man away in training camp, man. Huh? Huh? Y'all y'all better. I don't know why y'all keep trying to do it. Y'all just think this for show. Six six picks later, this ain't no show, man. Show it ain't. This boy for real. Yes, he is. This boy is for real, but boy, the cow. For me, D him, and, and you know you got you you got your main faces. You got Dak, you got Zeke, you got Omari, you got Lamb, but 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 Trayvon Diggs and uh the running back Pollard, man, those guys are being impressive this year, man. Absolutely, key factors. Pollard is literally taking year, uh, adding years on to Zeke life. Yes, he is. And I said, oh man, I got the thinking, and I'm talking, I'm talking, we talking about the Cowboys. I'm like, man, Dallas really going to have a situation with Diggs and Paula. They got to pay these boys. They're going to get paid. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they going to have to pay these boys, man. Don't worry about it. They're going to get paid. And I'm like, wow, man, I just love what they're doing. With the role players that can that's helping the star players on these team, man. And Trayvon Diggs has literally put this defense on his back and say, Man, y'all come on, man. I got y'all. Yeah, man. Nobody, we not having no foolishness in this secondary this year. No, sir, at all. So, at man, all. I love, what, I love what the Cowboys doing shit. My homeboy happy. My both my dad is happy. I just love it. For sure. I just love it. For Everybody's sure. Happy. Yeah, man. <laughs> so yeah, man. Cowboy fans happy. It's a good thing, bro. So shout out to the Cowboys. Continue to want to continue to see them, man, do great things the rest of the way, man. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Very happy to see. And, and this team looks different. Just, just leaving all my bias out of it, this Cowboy team looks different. 
We can kill you through the air. We can kill you on the ground. The play calling looks a lot better. Shout out to Kellen Moore. And the play calling that he, the job that he is doing out there. Dan Quinn has flipped this defense around. And not only has he flipped it around with his scheme, we have legit superstar talent on the defensive side of the ball. Yep. And when you got superstar talent and you got good coaching, hey, man, this could be a special year for the Dallas Cowboys. Just hoping everybody can stay healthy and we can continue on our way. Because I tell you what, man, Dak Prescott is looking better than Neville. Yes, he, he, has some, he has some miscues in the first half against the Giants, but he cleaned that up real quick. Because by the fourth quarter, New York football Giants, they needed help! <laughs> <laughs> Them boys was calling for help! <laughs> so, shout out to them Cowboys, man. On a big win, cruising away in the NFC East. It's just not even nothing to discuss out there in the NFC East right now. Cowboys got a two-game lead out there on everybody. On everybody. Everybody. All right, Black, let's head on out to Los Angeles, baby. Let's go ahead to Los Angeles and talk about this crazy game with the Chargers and the Browns, the babyface assassin, and Baker Mayfield was getting off out there. Tremendous offensive game, probably one of the more poor officiated games, an egregious call that was not called uh, late uh, against the Chargers on defense against the Browns. Baker Mayfield getting fined from the NFL from what he said about the, the officiating at the end of the game. But, Black, let's just go ahead and start with the Chargers who won this game. Black, is Justin Herbert the NFL's MVP at this moment? Oh, man. D, I was, I was thinking about that, and I started to look at the quarterbacks. Man, I, I believe the race for MVP is still wide open. Sure. So many quarterbacks are doing good, but Justin Herbert making a good case to be one of the top guys for it. For sure. Man, because what? look, man, I remember when he was in college, and we looked at him crazy for coming back to school his senior year. We did. We but, did. Um, it, I believe it's a reason he came back because – Knowledge is key. Yes. <laughs> Knowledge is key, man. And this kid, like, coming into the NFL, he was miles and miles ahead of what he's supposed to be as a rookie. Yeah. And you literally had to put this man on the field because you've seen it every day in practice. Like, yeah. the game, the NFL game for Justin Herbert is really slowed down. This man look like he at Oregon again, man. <laughs> like, I'm no joke, bro. He looks like he playing at Oregon again. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, this this guy is throwing the ball all over the place. Yes. And I get to thinking, man, you know how we think, like, man, the Dolphins passed on him. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. I, no, this, I like Tua, man, but dang. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, but man, Justin Herbert, the he's looking great, like phenomenal. We, we we expected Justin Herbert to be better, but I don't think we expected him to be better this soon. No, we just, we just five games in, then he already wrecking shop on people every week. Every week, you know, and I can't lie, I love the shootouts, man. I love the high scoring forty points. I love it. Yeah, it makes it make me think I'm watching college football, and that's what we got from Cleveland and 
and uh, the Chargers yesterday. Great game. Now you know. Now you know what I need to do, bro. I got something to say. Oh, okay. All you damn Chargers fan, y'all better get y'all butts in the building. I'm telling you. What? What is going on? It's uh, no reason the visiting team should have more fans in the building than Charger fans. I'm talking about nobody at the game for the Chargers. This is disgusting, D. <laughs> it just disgusts me that the Chargers fans are not showing up. Yeah, it's sad, man. It's sad. With that talent and that quarterback leading the way over there, you should be how y'all butts in them seats. Every week. You go to a you go to an LA Rams game, you don't see no other visitors up in there. Nope. Charger fans, you disgust me. <laughs> I wish we was out in LA, my boy. I'm going to throw me on a Justin Herbert jersey with for, a quickness. For sure. I'm talking about out there. For sure. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, I man. Can, I, I, I'm like, man, this 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 gotta be bothering the Charger, but no, they just go out there and continue to rip it up every week. I mean, literally rip it. With no Chargers fans in the stands. <laughs> I see the same guy every Sunday. <laughs> the same diehard fan. I always notice him. That's how that's how many the that's how many fans they don't have in the stands because I see the same diehard Chargers fan every week on the TV screen. <laughs> For sure. It's sad. But yeah, but yeah, man, Charger fans, y'all get better, man. But love what I'm seeing from the Charger. Justin's looking great. Uh Eckler is, is ramping this thing up too, man. If they can get if they can get this defense to do a little better D, I think the Chargers are gonna be all right, make a lot of noise, even be in place to win that division, man. And seeing seeing Justin Herbert where he is now, man, y'all better watch out for this kid. He is he's not playing any games. No, he is not. I've been a fan of this kid since he was at Oregon. I am stunned to see his progression as quickly as his as quickly as his, you know, have gone for him since he's been in this league. Look, man, this kid is flat out killing folks. Yes, he is. I mean, the trust that his head coach had to go for on fourth and seven. Fourth and seven? <laughs> this man didn't even look towards the field goal kicker. Because he trusted his second-year player, man. This man's IQ, his poise, his smarts, his talent. This Chargers team is so lucky to have him. If you're Brian Flores and the Miami Dolphins, you are literally throwing up every week. <laughs> I love Tua. It's just per- personally, I love Tua, but Tua ain't nowhere near this kid. Nowhere. If this boy was down here in Miami for the Dolphins, by God, would it be jumping down to South Beach? Yes, it would. But it's not. It's jumping in LA. It ain't jumping in LA for the Chargers, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> this man, Justin Herbert, is absolutely sensational. Fantastic game from him and the Chargers to beat a very, very good Cleveland Browns team. These teams came to play. It wasn't no defense nowhere whatsoever now. No, it wasn't. 
But you want to talk about blow for blow, boy. Them boys look like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder out there. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> Fantastic game. Justin Herbert and the Chargers are going to win this division. They're going to win this division. Mm-hmm. I don't see a reason why they won't keep this momentum. They've already beat the Chiefs. They beat them. And guess where they beat them at? In Kansas City. They beat them at Arrowhead. Yep. So you think they're going to be concerned when the Chiefs get out there to Los Angeles? They're going to have all the confidence. Mm. I love this Chargers team, man. And I love the kid, Justin Herbert. I was high on him coming out of school. I love the man, Oregon. And it's so crazy, the conversations about him before he was drafted by the Chargers. There was real conversations that this kid could have went in the mid to the bottom of the first round. Crazy. Because they just didn't think Pac-12 quarterbacks can show. Did y'all not see the man in the Pac-12? Hmm. So shout out to Herbert, man. Fantastic, fantastic game between the Browns and the Chargers. But the highlight of this game was just Justin Herbert, man, and how he willed this team. And let me tell you something, man. Whoever the defensive backs is for the Cleveland Browns, you should be arrested. <laughs> Mike Williams had his way with y'all. His way. 12 boy. catches for 165 yards and two times. Mm, mm, mm. The Browns DB should be locked up. Locked up. Shout out to the Chargers, man, for getting a win. All right, Black, we got a couple more stops, man. Then we're going to wrap this thing up, man. Black, the Packers versus the Bengals out at Cincinnati. The young upstart uh, Cincinnati Bengals led by the young Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, who have been sensational. They go up against the old Wiley veteran, one of the best ever, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Very entertaining game that went down to overtime. Neither field goal kicker could make anything. Two questions for you, Black. Are the Packers back on track? And are they being slept on as they now sit at 4-1? and one? And are the Bengals close to making the playoffs this year? Um, I believe, I believe the Bengals are coming. Yes. I believe it's a good chance that they... I want to see what happened with them in Baltimore. I really think it's going to come down to those two. And, and, and Cleveland, too. I'm not going to put Cleveland out of it, but mm-hmm. I really believe Cleveland got something going on, some internal stuff going on, because it's rumors Odell not getting the ball, Baker not giving them the ball. So I don't know what's the deal over there. But for me, man, looking at the Bengals and looking at uh, Baltimore, I think the Bengals can make a good case for that division this year. And Green Bay, I believe they're just chugging along, man. We didn't seen this before from Green Bay. Yeah. We didn't see four and one, five and one. So this not a surprise to me. Sure. I think they just um they just they just chugging along, bro, picking up these wins. You know, Green Bay can look good one week and win and look bad one week and still pull out a win like they did Sunday. Yeah. You know, um Aaron Rodgers didn't look the best. You know, it seemed like he keyed in on uh, Devontae Adams a lot because them, DB, them DBs in Cincinnati was getting that work put on them. Yes, they Devontae. was. Yeah. And, man, he was getting them the ball. But uh, big win for big win for Green Bay, man, to uh, to go, what, for their 4-1 now? So, but I don't think Cincinnati going nowhere. Dude. I definitely don't. But uh, I'm not surprised what's going on with Green Bay. They've been, they've been here and done that before. 
Yeah, great game. Great game. Neither field goal kicker could make nothing. I don't know what be up with Mason Crosby. I mean, he he get more chances than anybody to say today. He done missed 12 field goals in a game. I mean, good God. And then it was so funny, the Cincinnati Bengals kicker, he thought he won the game. But it, did you not see the, the ball not go through the upright, sir? Man. <laughs> he just out there looking foolish. He thought it went in, man. He thought it went in like a clown. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, I watched most of this game. This is one of the games I had on uh, one of my TVs. And I was intrigued by it because you got a young, you know, Hot hot shot gunslinger and and Joe Burrow against a, a a wily a wily old veteran gunslinger and Aaron Rodgers. So I was intrigued by the matchup. They both delivered. It, th- those defenses were scrappy. It was a very very good game. In my opinion, one of the better games uh, from Sunday with the Packers getting a win, twenty five to twenty two. But Justin hurt Justin. Uh, excuse me, uh, Burrow and Chase and the Young Bagels. They're coming. They're coming. They're knocking out the door. In my opinion, they're going to be right there in the thick of things to grab that final wild card spot in the AFC this year. You look at their schedule, it is somewhat favorable. They do start their division play picking up. They've already beaten Pittsburgh. They got Baltimore coming up. They got Cleveland coming up as well. So we'll really see where they are. But I think they'll be alive. The Bengals will be for that final playoff spot in the AFC. Green Bay is Green Bay. To me, honestly, I can really care less that they're 4-1. I wish we could fast forward and we can get to the playoffs and we can see what they'll do in the playoffs if, if Aaron Rodgers can get this team back to another Super Bowl. Do I think they'll do that this year? I do not. Do I think they will be in the mix this year? Of course they will. But I think the Packers and their fans, they want some other questions answered. Because let's keep it real. Aaron Rodgers is either going to be a Bronco or a Steeler next year. <laughs> One or the other. One or the other. He's going to be a Bronco or he's going to be a Steeler. So time is running out. But it is good to see that Aaron and the Packers are clicking. And this is not going to be a wash of a season with all the turmoil that they had been through um, earlier uh, before the season started. All right. All right, man. So we're going to wrap it up here. Just a couple of other notable games. You had the Bears getting their second win in the season. Justin Fields winning his game 20-9 by beating the Raiders. We all know what's going on out there. Good to see Justin Fields get a win uh, this past weekend. The Cardinals remain undefeated, knocking off the division rival San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance suffered a minor injury during the game. They say he could play, but the 49ers could be down to their third-string quarterback. Uh, This coming Sunday, Garoppolo is still not ready with that calf. They're monitoring Trey Lance with that knee. They say it's nothing significant, but he could miss uh, this week's upcoming game. Washington versus the Saints. Um, Ron Rivera, do you have Cam Newman's phone number? (laughs) How long is Caleb Haney going to continue to be the starter for the Washington football team? Cam Newton is ready to play. I seen the man on Instagram the other day with a 15-pack of abs (laughs) running, lifting. He's ready to play Ron Rivera. I think you got Cam Newton's cell phone number in your cell phone. How about you use it? Because it is God-awful how sorry the Washington football team has started this season after all the hype they had with this defense who's getting viscerated. Hmm. Week in and week out, and I don't know about y'all, but I ain't heard Chase Young name one time this year. 
Man, you ain't never lied. Is bro. Chase Young God. in the league? Is he hurt? I know what it is. Them boys need help. And that help <laughs> is Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Ron Rivera, pick up the phone. Okay, Philadelphia Eagles coming back, surprisingly getting a win over the Carolina Panthers, 21-18. The Pittsburgh Steelers getting back on track with a 27-19 win over the Denver Broncos. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers absolutely crush the Miami Dolphins. Tom Brady, just beautiful game. I think the man had another five touchdown passes with almost 400 yards passing. Fantastic game. And then the Rams get back on track, 26-17. Russell Wilson might be out for four to six weeks. He had to have surgery on his thumb. Um, and that's pretty much all of the scores from week five. Black, let's talk about a couple critical games. Let me get some predictions for you next week. Black, do the Jaguars start the season on six? Man, D, I'm going to say yes, they do. Sir. My God. My God. Black, I'm going to switch it up, man. I think the Jazz get a win Sunday, man. You believe they're going to win Sunday? I think they squeak out a win against the Dolphins, something like 17 to 14 or 20 to 17. I just think they go to London. They get rejuvenated a little bit. They kind of get out of the city. I think the Jazz capitalize on some good energy out there in London, and they squeak out a win against the Dolphins. So I'm I'm, going to say, yeah, they do that. They get a win. All right, Black, do my Cowboys improve to 5-1 and as they head to Foxborough, 425 CBS to take on the Patriots. I believe this is going to be a very interesting matchup. Sure. You know, we know how Bill Belichick is, man, mm-hmm. and, and master game planners. But um, I I feel like the Cowboys uh, pull this one out late in the fourth. I think they win this by a touchdown. Okay, 10-4. Now, I don't know why this game is not on Sunday night football. You got the Baltimore Ravens and the Los Angeles Chargers at 1 o'clock on CBS. Now, this is egregious. Black. Who gets the win? Chargers, Ravens, 1 o'clock, CBS. Oh, man. Whew. D, I'm going to go Chargers here. Okay. I'm looking at this Ravens defense, man, and they ain't playing the best, man. Right. And Lamar going up against a juggernaut on the offensive side of the ball and Justin Herbert in the weapons. He got Mike Evans. is making Mike Evans might be one of the top receivers in the league right now in five games. Mike Williams? Mike Williams. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, Mike Williams. So, I'm going to go Chargers in this game, but I think it's close. I'm going to say Chargers, Chargers win this by a field goal. All right, 10-4. I think the Chargers get the win as well. Close game. Ravens give a lot of fight. I think the Chargers win as well. Black, do the Chiefs get back on track as they travel to Washington to face the football team? Yes, I believe they respond and they get back on track. I like, I like Kansas City in this game. Same here. All right, two more games on the slate to talk about. Arizona at Cleveland, 4-5 on Fox. Interesting game there. Do the Browns get back on track, or do the Cardinals remain undefeated? D, I'm going to say Cleveland get a, a big win here. I think yeah. Cleveland be kind of upset on, you know, how that game with the Chargers win. I think defense yeah. will play much better at home. I'm going to say uh, Arizona had their first loss. I think Cle- I believe Cleveland to get this win. I was leaning towards Cleveland to get the win, but it's turmoil in that locker room. OBJ's not getting that football. The defense is wavering. Arizona's still hot with a lot of confidence. They are on the road at Cleveland. Cleveland can't afford another loss. I'm going to stick with the Cardinals to squeak it out to improve the 6-0. I think the Browns lose back-to-back games coming up this Sunday. 
Mm. All right, Black Sunday Night Football. Probably be watching uh, 90 Day Fiance or something like that. You have the <laughs> Seattle Seahawks versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. No Rothers, no uh, Russell Wilson. Steelers trying to do something. The, the, the Trey Flowers, the best corner from the Seahawks, wants to be released, and he was released today from the Seahawks. Uh, Black, I just want to know, will you be watching this game? I will be watching this game because Pittsburgh did show up last week. Big Ben got the, got that ball to those big time receivers he have. No ju no juju for the rest of the way, but right. uh Clay Pool and the kid Johnson and uh uh Nigel Harris, man, those guys put on a performance. Love what I seen from Pittsburgh on Sunday to bounce back and get back in the win column. And I think they do the same uh against Seattle on Sunday night football. So I'll be I'll be in tuned into this one D. Yeah, Pittsburgh should win this game. I mean, by God, Geno Smith is coming out for quarterback for the Seahawks. <laughs> I mean, Seattle, do you have Cam Newton's number for a couple weeks? I mean, God. Geno Smith is trotting out for quarterback, and I ain't dissing you, Geno, bro, but you know like we know, bro. You know like we know. Pittsburgh squeaks out a win. All right, Black, last but not least, last pick of the day, Monday Night Football, your Buffalo Bills head to Tennessee. Interesting game here. Bills, Titans, what do you like here? Um, I believe I believe Buffalo is on the uh redemption tour. Uh Titans uh Titans Titans beat them pretty bad last year. They did. Uh so I think they go to Buffalo and win by two touchdowns. Oh, so you calling for a roll. Yeah, I think okay. they do the same thing. I I think they do uh Tennessee how they did Kansas City. Oh my goodness. Okay, tenfo, tenfo. I like Buffalo as well. I think Buffalo gets to win. I don't think it's by two touchdowns. I think it's like a ten point game, a touchdown in the field goal. I think Buffalo keeps on rolling. These guys are red hot. All right, Black. That's pretty much it. All we got for the day, man. Any final things before we get out of here, man? Uh, no, man. Appreciate you know. I appreciate all the love and support from you know our listeners, man. Y'all keep rocking with us each and every week. Yes, yes, for sure. All right, man, so this has been the Sports Desk, episode 146, your rapid-fire NFL week uh, five review. We'll be right back at it again uh, next week. NBA fans, NBA fans, we are coming with our NBA preview show of Black. The NBA tips off uh, on the 20th, man. That's next week. Yeah, man. Next week, wait. man, the NBA is back. We have a lot to talk about. We'll be dropping our preview show next week. So you guys look out for that. And I don't know what the hell me and Black going to do. We might have to do three shows a week. But we'll see. We'll we going to get it done. Boy. We going <laughs> to get, get it done. Yeah, we will get it done. All right. All right, Black. So I'm going to get you out of here, man. I'm going to close up shop, man. All right, now, my boy. All right, now. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all listening, man. Always, always thank you guys for listening to us each and every time we drop an episode. We really, really appreciate the support. Shout out to Reduce Lunch. Shout out to the NPN Network for always holding us down, uh, promoting our episodes, and and hopefully somebody brand new uh, listens to the Sports Desk off of those links. SoundCloud, iTunes, where you can find us as well. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify as well. So, uh, once again, appreciate all the love and support. You guys take care of yourselves. Be safe. Be cool. And we'll be back in a few days uh, with another episode. Dedra L. Hicks Jr., you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Let's talk some sports. Follow the Sports Desk page on IG as well. Let's talk some sports. If you agree, if you disagree, let's talk about it. We want to talk sports. We want to talk ball. So y'all highlight us, man. And we'll, like I just said, probably two seconds ago, we'll see you guys in a few days.
Sports Desk.